Hey there, welcome to BSing with Brandy, where my mission is to get shit done. I'm your host, Brandy Good, and today we're going to talk about calendar management and the tools and strategies I use to automate as much as possible so that I always know when and where I'm supposed to be at all times. So this might not seem like a sexy topic, but it came from a random conversation I had with another business owner, uh, and she was kind of lamenting about how confusing it was to avoid double booking herself between her work calendar and her personal calendar. And I kind of just stared at her blankly because the fact that this was an issue for her, even though she was using like online calendar tools, the fact that that was an issue for her kind of blew my mind. And then when she saw my face kind of giving her this duh look, the fact that it wasn't an issue for me kind of blew her mind. And so we got to talking about it and she was like, I never even thought of doing it the way you did it. And of course, for those of us, like when you, when you're doing something and you know it really well, it just seems common sense to you, but it's not common sense for other people. (laughs) So if everything was common sense, nobody would have a business or a podcast or a blog or anything. Um, So this was a really great reminder to me that not everyone kind of whiles away their time in their life, figuring out how to get tech to work effectively and efficiently and the way you want it. So today I'm going to talk about how I manage my calendar, why I do it the way I do, and what tools and integrations I use to make everything work together. So some, just a quick highlight of what I'm going to talk about. So we're going to be talking about G Suite. <laughs> um, I'm going to talk about Plutio which I mentioned a couple podcasts ago. I'm going to be talking about a tool called Assistant 2. I'm going to talk about Book Like a Boss. And then I'm also going to talk about automation tools like Zapier and Integromat. So let's dive into G Suite. So if you have ever used a free Google uh, account, like a free Gmail account, you might not even realize that you also have a Google Calendar, a Google Drive, a Google Tasks, all that stuff. It's all under Google. But um, I really, really love uh, G Suite. And the calendar in particular is is one of my favorites. I've, I've used quite a few other ones. Um, like I came from corporate world. So when I started my business, I just, I used Outlook everything. Um, which crashed my computer every other day. Uh, And then I switched to using Apple Calendar because I had iOS devices and that was okay. Um, And then I finally took the plunge and switched everything over to Google and totally fell in love with Google Calendar. So here is how I use my calendar. And so I have a business G Suite account that I pay for. And then, so that's G Suite Basic. And then I have, because I was using Gmail personally as well, so then I have a personal G Suite account, which is just the free version of of G Suite. So I've got a business calendar and a personal calendar. And here's what the person I was talking to that I kind of mentioned before, 
she she had a business calendar and a personal calendar, but they weren't connecting up and she didn't she didn't know how to to manage everything and what she had done was she had started adding her I think her personal stuff to her business calendar so at least she could see it all in one place. The problem with that though is that when she would give out um, her calendar for people to make bookings and stuff she didn't want them to be able to see the personal things. Um, and so she was like, how do I keep them separate for some people, but together so that I can see them? And so this is the beauty of uh, Google Calendar. So I've got those two calendars, the business and the personal. And I have given, in each of my um, calendar accounts, they have access to see each other. And so if you think of it as layers, so instead of having two separate calendars, there are two calendars that are layered over top of each other. So if I go into my personal calendar, if I'm looking at my, the personal view, I can still see all my business appointments on there. And the same with my business calendar, I can see all of the personal appointments on there. But because it's not the same calendar, if I, if I ever need to give somebody access to my business calendar, they can see, um, they can see that there is stuff blocked off, but they can't see what it is because that's my personal calendar. So only I can see all the details of everything. Um, and there's other security settings you can put in there, but that's kind of like step number one is add those calendars into each other's calendars. That's a <laughs> really awkward turn of phrase, but without being able to show you what I'm talking about, you know, you just go into your calendar and you add your personal calendar into your business account. And then you go to your personal calendar, you add your business calendar into your personal account so that they're layered on top of each other and you can see everything. The next thing I did, because her other concern was about double booking herself. So what I did was I made sure that any tool I use, and I'll talk about this later, that any tool I use was factoring in that connected personal calendar when it was looking for available time slots. And so that was kind of a must-have thing that I looked at when I was picking other tools. So a tool goes and looks at my business calendar, but I'm also telling it, hey, don't just look at what's on there. Also look at what other appointments I have set up on these other calendars in that account and consider that to be all like busy time, don't book anything. And just that by itself, 99% um, of the time prevents me from double booking. I'm not saying it doesn't ever happen, and I'll get into that in a second, but just having those things set up in Google Calendar makes a world of difference. And my one tip uh, would be to make sure your calendars, the default color on them uh, is two different colors and two significantly different colors. And then it doesn't matter what calendar you're looking at, it is easy to see at a glance without even really reading anything, what is a business thing you have and what is a personal thing you have, okay? Um, and you can set those colors yourself. So that is kind of like step one in um, getting your calendar sorted out. The reason why 
The other reason why I really like uh, Google Calendar is because it has super, super flexible scheduling options. Um, you can have an appointment that's like every Monday at 9 a.m. Or you can have an appointment that is every third Monday at 9 a.m. Uh, or you could have something that is like for the next two weeks, every day for the next two weeks, but it stops after day 14. Um, you know, things like that. So you can have recurrences, but the recurrences also have end dates. Um, and you can get, you know, you can get pretty creative. Like you'd have something that's on every Sunday at 4 p.m. and every Wednesday at 4 p.m., you know, for the next two years, whatever it is. Uh, however your schedule is, <laughs> you can probably do it with Google. Um, the other thing is you can take your emails and turn them into events. And if there are people in that email chain, it will automatically add them to be invited to the event. Uh, you can remove them before you finalize it. But if you are going back and forth with someone, you're trying to find a date and time, uh, that just turning that email into the event, because then at least it has all the history in there and automatically puts their emails in, uh, sends them the invite to whatever it is that you're doing. Um, but that's that's getting a little bit off topic. So let's um, let's step away specifically from G Suite for a second, and I'm going to talk about Plutio. So the next the next biggest piece of software in my business is the thing that I use to manage projects and tasks. And for a long time that was Trello, and now it's Plutio. And Plutio has allowed me to simplify my calendar in some respects because with Trello, I had to set up all sorts of uh, zaps to make sure that there was one place where I could see my calendar and my tasks all in one place. Um, because it's fine if your calendar is good, but then if you're planning tasks for yourself and you have one day that's like you have got seven meetings, you probably don't want to give yourself a bunch of tasks for that day. So I could do it with Trello. It was just more complicated to set up. With Plutio, um, it's just the functionality is just built in to be able to see your tasks and your calendars overlaid. So again, just like layers. Um, so Plutio has all my tasks in a calendar view, and then I've linked it to G Suite and told it, okay, here's my main calendar. It's my business calendar, but I also have connected my personal calendar so like, bring that in. Um, I have other calendars too. So actually, I want to step back for a second. I have other calendars in G Suite that, again, form more layers um, for different things. So I have a calendar that um, is for the one that I probably use the next most often. Uh, I call it optional events. So these are events that, and they could be business or personal, but they're things that it's like I might tentatively need to go to or need to be around for, but I don't necessarily want them to block off time. 
And I know, I know that you could put that in your main calendar and just set it your time as free, but because I wanted them to always just be a different color and I wanted to be able to toggle the view of them on and off easily. So I set up a separate calendar for it. And so these are events that if, if I can, if I'm available, if I'm around, if I have the time, I would like to attend these events. They might be in person, they might be online, but I want to leave them open in case a client wants to book something or um, you know, something, just something emergency pops up. So I have that optional calendar in there. And so that, um, again, I also bring that into Plutio so I can see all of that stuff. All of my, these are your, your business events. These are your personal events. And then these are your, maybe you're going to go to events if you have time. <laughs> <laughs> and they're all overlaid on top of my tasks. So I always know what's going on. I'm not double booking myself. Um, and everything, everything is good. And so when I was looking at um, a project management, a task management tool, one of my must-have features was being able to connect it to Google Calendar. Now, luckily, because G Suite is so popular these days, almost all tools, like when they're looking at, okay, what what other pieces of software do we need to integrate with? Uh, G Suite is always going to be very close to the top of the list because everyone uses it. And so if you have a tool that, you know, integrates with iCalendar, but not Google Calendar, um, you're going to get all the diehard like Apple users, but you're going to miss out on a whole lot of other people. <laughs> So if you're using G Suite, chances are uh, your stuff is going to work with most other major platforms. Then the next thing I wanted to talk about is a tool called Assistant 2. And so inevitably when I use this, the feedback I always get is, oh my god, that's so cool. Where can I get that? <laughs> so Assistant 2 is actually a Chrome plugin and it only works if you as the person using it is using Gmail. So if you have Chrome, but you're using like Outlook or something, Assistant 2 won't work for you. Right now it only works for Gmail. Actually, as I'm saying that, I'm wondering if it's been updated. Something just tweaked in my memory. So let's do a quick Let's do a quick, oh, okay, I'm glad I checked. So it does work with Outlook. Um, yeah, so they've added that in. So what's another, oh, okay, so say you use Yahoo. I don't know, I'm just trying to think of another email platform. Um, it wouldn't work for you, but um, it works for Gmail and it works for Outlook, but you still have to be using the Chrome browser because it's a Chrome extension. And so what it does is it connects to your Google Calendar. And when you are sending an email to someone, you click the little assistant to button and a dialog box opens up with your calendar in it. And it lets you pick time slots where you're available. So basically it opens up with your calendar so you can see when you would be available to meet. So you pick the times that work for you. 
Um, and you can give your meeting a name, you can give it a location, so whether it's an actual address or it's a Zoom link, um, and those things will fill into the calendar invite. But before we get to that point, so you pick the times that you're available, you click OK, and then it fills them into the email. And so what happens is you send that email, the person on the other end sees the list of the dates and times that you're suggesting, and if they see one that works for them, they just click it and it books the meeting. So it goes into your calendar, it goes into their calendar, it fills in with the stuff that you said, like the meeting name, the location, um, if you have any description or details, anything that you put in there automatically fills into the calendar. It's so slick. And the other nice thing about it is if they see that list and none of those times work for them, there's actually another button at the bottom that says none of those times work for me. And so if they click that, you get an automated email back that says those times don't work for that person. And then it prompts you to set up new times. So the nice thing is, is that instead of going back and forth again about um, what day, what time works best for you, just take control and say, here's my available times, you pick. And, you know, nine times out of 10, then the appointment or the meeting or whatever it is, is booked, you know, right there. And there's no more back and forth. So it just cuts out a lot of back and forth. And it prevents you from accidentally giving out a time where you're not available. Because have you ever done that where you kind of looked at your calendar, but maybe you were looking at the wrong day or you were mixed up about what day it is. And so you told someone, oh, I'm available between, you know, two and four. Um, and then they go, okay, perfect. That works for me. And so you book it and then you realize, shit, <laughs> I was looking at the wrong day in the calendar or maybe the right day, but the month had moved forward and then you have to go back and be like, I'm so sorry, or you have to reschedule something. So with Assistant 2, it cuts all that out. Um, yeah, I love it. Uh, the, only, the only drawback of Assistant 2 is that it's not for group meetings. It's just for one-on-one. -on -one. Um, so you can't send the email to like 10 people and then they all somehow magically pick the same thing. It's just you send it to one person. If you need to do group bookings, then you probably have to maybe use a doodle poll. I didn't even mention that in my in my uh, summary of what we we're going to talk about, but let's talk about it now. Uh, a doodle poll. So basically, that's like a survey where again, you say, okay, here are the dates and times that I'm available for this meeting. And then you send the link to that poll. And then everyone kind of votes on which times work for them. Then you go in and you see, okay, is there a time that works for every single person on the list? And if there is, then you can either, because again, Doodle Poll connects with Gmail, with Google Calendar. So you can actually set up your meeting invite from right from in there. Um, it's doodle.com. Or you just go back to your Google Calendar and set it up. So either way... Um, that's the best way, the, the simplest way to set up a group meeting um, instead of using Assistant 2. Then, 
The other thing I use a lot that has to do with my calendar is my appointment booking software. So this is appointments with either clients or potential clients, like doing coffee chats, networking with people. So I have, um, again, must have feature is that whatever it is I'm using for my booking integrates with Google Calendar. And I think you'd be hard pressed to find any appointment booking software that doesn't work with Google. Um, if there is one out there, I would be super surprised. <laughs> um, maybe there's a part of the world that where Google isn't popular. Um, and that's probably where you're going to find the stuff. <laughs> but otherwise, anything that we're typically using, it's going to work with Google. And the one that I use is called Book Like a Boss. So the, what I did in Book Like a Boss is I went into the settings, I connected my business calendar, and I connected my personal calendar. The reason I did that, again, is because when somebody goes to the link to book an appointment with me, I want to make sure that any of the time slots where I've got a business thing or a personal thing, those times are blocked off and they can't book something with me during those times. So that was important to be able to add multiple calendars. Then the other nice feature that Book Like a Boss has, so it's pulling in the appointments from those and blocking off those times. But when it books the appointment, it pushes that appointment out to my business calendar not to my personal calendar. And that's a setting that you can um, you can put in there. So I don't want those business, those like client meetings to show up on my personal calendar and my business. I just want them on my business calendar. And so I can do that with Book Like a Boss. And again, so somebody books, it automatically shows up on my calendar. They get, um, because Book Like a Boss, of course, doesn't know what calendar software they're using. So um, depending on what they're using, for some people, it automatically shows up on their calendar. For other people, they have to click the button that says add to calendar, and then it gets added on there. Uh, with Book Like a Boss, if somebody has to reschedule a meeting, um, they can go in and do that. And then I see on my calendar, like I get an email notification, but it also updates it on my calendar. So I know that it's been moved. So that's pretty awesome as well. Then the last thing, uh, Zapier Integromat. Um, there's other, there's also Automate, which I don't use as much. Um, but some other things that I do with my calendar to keep, to keep things organized. Um, I mentioned when I was using Trello, I had to use a lot of zaps to be able to kind of create a dashboard for myself where I could see my appointments, my calendar appointments, and my tasks all in one place. Again, the key is layering. Layering is the most important thing. So you can see everything all at once. Um, but with Bluteo, I don't have to do that. So I was able to drop some of those zaps and replace them with other things. But I do still use a tool called Integromat. And I've been using Integromat more and more because at the moment, Pluteo doesn't work with Zapier. That's kind of next on their list, but it does work with Integromat. So I've got a couple things that I have set up there and uh, just a really simple one 
uh, like when somebody books an appointment with me, um, so they have, they book something through Book Like a Boss, it goes onto my calendar, and then even though I can see it on my calendar inside Plutio, it also creates a task for me. And so that's where I can like make notes and things like that. Um, and that it comes in super handy for appointments. The other thing I've done is that, um, so sometimes when somebody books an appointment with me, I know that I'm going to have a lot of follow-up work right after that. And so I was finding that um, I would, so I would see that appointment come through and then I would know, okay, I'm going to have a bunch of work right after that. So if I went into my calendar and blocked off that time right away, then everything was good. But sometimes maybe if the appointment came through while I was away from the office, maybe it would be a few days before I even knew it was booked. Um, or if I saw it and then forgot to block off the time, what would happen is that suddenly I would have another appointment right after. And with some things, like it's nice to do the work as soon as you've just finished talking with the person because you don't want to forget what you just talked about. <laughs> so what I've done with Integromat is that for certain appointments, when somebody books with me, then as soon as that booking appears in my calendar, it creates, Integromat creates like a follow-up appointment that starts right at the end of that one. And it's for, this particular one is for a two-hour block. So basically, when a certain type of appointment is booked with me, Integromat creates a two-hour block right after that. It blocks off my time so that nothing else can be booked. And so that is when I focus on working on whatever we talked about in that call. So things like that, like automatically blocking off time for certain things when I know that's what I always need is so, so helpful because there is nothing worse than um, being on the phone with a client and then getting off the phone with them and jumping right into something else that was already booked. And then by the time you get back to whatever you we're talking about with your client, even if you took notes, sometimes there's some little nuances or details that you've just forgotten. And so now it takes you longer to get that task done or you have to go back and ask them questions. So having the ability to kind of automate some of those things in your calendar um, makes you better at what you do. So that is how that in a nutshell, in a fairly fast nutshell, it's how I manage my calendar. <laughs> and I talked about why I have those separate layers and why I pick the certain tools I do, basically because they have to be able to integrate with Gmail. Um, and those are kind of all the top tools I use that integrate with my calendar. There's other ones, but they don't have to do necessarily so much with calendar management. So. I didn't mention them, but if you have any questions, I'm always open to talking about tools. So that wraps up today's episode of BSing with Brandy. If you enjoyed this topic, you can find more like it at bsingwithbrandy.com. That is Brandy with an I, not with a Y. <laughs> and there you can also find show notes and links to 
all of the resources that I talked about today. So while you're there, feel free to subscribe to future episodes on the platform of your choice or come back every second Friday and join me for these Facebook episodes. But otherwise, I wish you all the best at getting shit done this week and I'll talk to you later. Bye.